Get on your feet, everybody. How many of you enjoying this series? All right, poor Pastor Josh. He's been through it, hadn't he? He's had to go to the bathroom and then his whole, all of his hair blew off. But his hair is real hair. If you're ready for the word, shout, bring it on. I got in this morning, got in bed about two in the morning. I preached last night, yesterday morning for Pastor John Kilpatrick for his Summer Glory Conference. And my, we had a time, but I'm glad to be at Calvary this morning. I got a feeling in the room that God is about to move. Just before I preach, I want to just acknowledge our special guests that are here. Church 1132 is with us. Give them a God bless you. Scotty Lolly is with us, him pastoring his group. And then Panama City Calvary's in the house. Let's welcome all our guests today. And I just... Gail, we're so glad to have you with us. She's a great pastor's wife. She and her husband, Maury Davis, they are some of the greatest pastors in America and church leaders. Can we give them a God bless you? We love you, Gail. Welcome. Well, if you're ready for the word, somebody shout, I'm ready. How many of you are glad to be in a sure enough Pentecostal Holy Ghost Field Church? Okay, I've got about maybe 30% of you. I said, how many of you are glad to be in a church where there's miracles, signs, wonders, outpourings, and we are an Acts 2 church? We are committed to that. We, are, we, we never shy away from that. And they told us years ago, well, you, if you commit to being a spirit-filled church, your church can't grow. Huh. Uh, uh, almost nine campuses later, I say, well, look what the Lord has done. Come on, somebody. Uh, I'm going to take the text today from Acts 2 2. I'm only going to read one scripture. We're in the Windy City. Chicago is the Windy City. And I'm going to be reading here from Acts 2 2. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. <laughs> and it filled all the house where they were sitting. On that day 2,000 years ago, the Holy Spirit was poured out and there was a rushing mighty wind that filled the whole house. How many of you would like that wind to fill this house today? How many of you would like the same wind that blew in the upper room to just to blow in this place today? Jerusalem was the original windy city. And there are some faiths that teach there's no more outpouring there's no more wind there's no more power and there's no more fire but I've come to let the whole world know I want to blow the trumpet in Zion and tell you the wind is blowing again hallelujah who wants to get in this anointing I'm going to teach and preach in will you slip up your hands precious one Lord today we are grateful to you that you didn't leave us alone when you ascended into heaven, but you sent a comforter. And that comforter is the Holy Spirit. Thank you for the wind of the Spirit that has blown consistently through our campuses for 26 years. Thank you, Lord, that you've been so faithful to us. We decree and declare that in America, the wind is blowing again. Hallelujah. We declare in families, the wind is blowing again. We declare over our youth ministries and children's ministries, the wind is blowing again. If you're ready for a fresh wind, give God a mighty praise right now. Come on. Before you sit down, announce it to everybody that you're in the neighborhood of and say the wind is blowing again. The wind is blowing again. You can be seated, precious. It said that there was a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the house where they were sitting. In the Bible, precious wind is an emblem of the Holy Spirit. In other words, when you speak of the wind in a biblical context, it actually means something. And many times it represents the Holy Spirit. And it's my desire as I stand before you today that wherever there is a Calvary impact, 
wherever there is a Calvary influence, wherever there is a Calvary campus, whatever city that we are in, in the spirit realm, that city becomes a windy city. It, it becomes a city where the wind of the spirit blows there. I don't know about you, but I don't want to go to a church where there is no presence of the Holy Spirit in the house, but I am in a desperate place. I know that if we've ever needed the wind of the Spirit to blow, we need it to blow right now. We're going straight into this study today, and I believe God's going to say some things to you relative to the Holy Ghost. I need to tell you that the wind that blew in that upper room, contrary to popular belief, I have sensed it in my spirit. The wind is blowing again. There are some people again that are rising up and saying, we want to know of the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, I want to share with you some elementary characteristics of the wind. And, and I hope to provide some insight today that may push you along in your journey. The first thing I want to show you, precious, about the wind is this. You can't see the wind, but you can surely feel it. No one has ever actually seen the wind, but you can certainly feel it. It said, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Now this is powerful concerning the monumental and mighty moving of the Holy Spirit. The fact is that if something is visible, it's easy to qualify it. But just because it's invisible does not disqualify the truth that it is. The wind is real. You can't see it, but it's real. Let me tell you, wind, if you define it, it literally means two things. Number one, wind means breeze. None of us can see the wind. In fact, no one has ever seen the wind. But it's nevertheless real. Now, let me explain something to you. I want to give you a basic lesson. If you were to take a triangular glass, a prism, and shine light through, a through that prism onto a screen, there would be seven colors, seven colors of the rainbow that would appear on the screen. You would see the red color at one end and the violet color is at the other. That's called the prism. But through science and photography, it has been demonstrated that there is an invisible spectrum below the red and above the violet. In other words, there is another world of activity going on in this world that cannot be seen, but it's nonetheless real. I've come to tell you that I desire to pastor a church that does not exist simply on what it sees. I'm ready to get out of of my world and get into his. I want to walk in the invisible. I want to walk in the supernatural. I want to see the unbelievable. I want to experience the unexplainable. And you cannot do that unless you get out of your world and get into his. How many of you are ready to get in the world of the invisible? If that's you, give God a praise right now. You can't see electricity. But how many of you know it's shockingly real? Can I get a witness? You can't see the wind. You ready for this? But you can feel it. You can't. Have you ever not seen what you were wanting to see in the time you wanted to see it, but you just felt something changing? I believe, precious, that we must uncover and expose the schemes of the enemy because the devil wants us blind to the things of God. He wants us to get to a situation, to a place in our lives where if we don't see it with our own eyes, if it does not exist within the parameters, if it does not exist between the parameters of those seven colors of the spectrum of the rainbow, then it can't be real. The devil desires us to walk blind to the invisible of God, but I, I want to transcend my world and I want to get into his because the agenda of the enemy is clearly demonstrated in Second. Corinthians 4 4 the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not my God church there's another world out there and the enemy wants us blinded and unaware of the supernatural and the invisible but here's what I want you to know just because you can't see the wind doesn't mean that it's not real 
So, so, so where's that? Okay. Now, now, now don't go crazy. Come on, use that. Use. Okay. You can't see it. Are you messing my hair up? Shoot it a little bit lower. <laughs> Come on, somebody. You, you can't. Now you got my shirt coming up. Bring it back up a little higher. You can't see the wind, but you can feel it. You can't see the wind, but you can feel the effects. Boy, that feels good. You can feel the effects of it. And what I'm trying to show you with this demonstration is maybe you're not seeing the things you want to see, but you feel it. I don't see the victory yet, but I feel it. I don't see the breakthrough yet. Let me fix my hair. But I feel it. Come on, somebody. I don't see the manifestation yet, but I feel it. I haven't seen my children repent yet, but I feel like something's shifting. I haven't seen the doctor's report change yet, but I sense that God is moving. I, I don't see the salvation in my family yet, but I, I feel God is moving. I haven't had the financial breakthrough, but I feel it. I wonder if there's anybody here. You can't explain it. I don't see it, but I feel like there's an invisible realm and God is moving. I dare you right now. How many of you just got a feeling? That's almost everybody here. I said, how many of you got a feeling about some situations in your life? I dare you to give God praise if you believe God's moving in the invisible right now. What I feel tells me there's a whole nother world out there. There are times when you got to get beyond what you see and you got to go on the fact that you're going to walk in faith. Something is blowing. I've come to tell you in Jesus' name, something is blowing. I'm, I'm, I'm declaring over your life that God is working behind the scenes. He's moving in ways you don't know nothing about. My God... Hate me if you want to, but I'm glad I got. I serve a God I can feel. I don't know about you, but I'm going to aggravate some people. But I got to go to a church where I feel something. I got to go to a church where when they worship, I feel it. When they praise, I feel it. When, when we lay hands on people, I feel it. How many of you can say... Apostle, one of the reasons I come to Calvary is the fact that I feel the presence of the Lord when I walk into the room. Somebody right now, if you feel something in your spirit, and if you don't feel it, get in faith. But if you feel something in your spirit, stop right now and say, God, I'm going to praise you that things are shifting in the invisible. Now, I got to be in an atmosphere where I can feel the worship. I can feel the praise. When the word is preached, I feel it. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says we walk by faith and not by sight. See, some of the people that have been the most radical praisers in this service, you think everything in their life is going great, but you don't know that they are hanging on with all their might. You don't know that all hell has come against them, but they have chosen to walk by faith and not by sight. And sometimes you don't praise God based on what you see. You praise God based on what you feel. I don't know y'all, I got in late, 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 got in bed at two o'clock this morning and when I came I was wore out but I walked in the room and the moment I walked in the room and I saw 300 young people up here in the front, I began to feel in my spirit that God is working, God is moving. So, so, so what we have to have, precious, is a reversal of natural mindset. Because in the natural realm, 
Seeing is believing. But in the supernatural realm, believing is seeing. Can I talk to you for a minute? In the natural realm, you got to see it before you believe it. But in the supernatural realm, you got to believe it before you see it. When I came here 26 years ago, Pastor Don and I, we were meeting in a gym that was falling apart. But I started believing. I started believing that we were going to get out of the gym. We didn't have any money. We didn't have enough resources. But I just kept believing. I believed and there came a day that we got out of the, out of the gym and into the, to the sanctuary over there. That's now the kids center. And I just kept believing. I said, God, you can't be through yet. You didn't bring me this far. I believe, I, I believe you're going to do more. So I started believing for more campuses. I started believing for a building. Just believing. Just believing. Just believing. I didn't have no money. I know that's bad language. That, that's that's, in, that, that's not, not bad language, but that's a bad diction, whatever you want to call it. I didn't have any money. Come on, somebody. I didn't have no money, but I had faith. And what you got to understand is that we've got eight campuses now we've got four or five how many five in florida and 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 the truth is i've never raised a dollar let, let me really blow your mind we probably got over 50 million dollars worth of facilities around the state of florida and i never raised a dollar i never raised a dime i believe for it that seat you're sitting in, I believe for it. That parking lot you parked in, I believe for it. I wonder if there's anybody who can get with me and say, Apostle, I'm ready to believe for a new thing. Somebody give God a praise right now. I want to teach, but I'm in revival mode. Because I've been in revival the last 36 hours with... Pastor Kilpatrick, so can I just stay in revival mode for a minute? I want you to look at somebody in your neighborhood and say, hey neighbor, there's some things that I don't see, but I'm believing for it. So because I'm believing for it, this praise is a sign that I believe it's already done. Somebody give the Lord a praise. In fact, however you're going to act, when that thing manifests, give God praise like it's already done. Give God, hey, hey, give him praise. I believe, look at that. I believe. I believe, 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 I believe. Oh, where are the believers? I said, where are the believers? I'm believing for the next generation. Where are the believers? I'm believing. Come in. Y'all sit down. Let me run with y'all. I can't let them run without me. Okay. Come on. Run with me again. I can't let you run without me. Hallelujah. I'll run with you, baby. I'll tell you whatever you're believing for, God is able. I'll tell you whatever you're believing for, God can do it. Look at young people running around the building. The devil said, I got Gen Z. The devil said, I got the next generation on lockdown. But I got to let the enemy know, I'm believing that this is the fire generation. In the natural, 
Some of y'all say, Ethel, get your purse. Let's get out of here. These people's lost their mind. In the natural, seeing is believing. And in the supernatural, believing is seeing. Everything in my life, I, I believe for it. Everything God ever did for me, I believe for it. I just believed when I didn't have a staff and people to help me and sons in the Lord, like Pastor Josh and Pastor Christian and Pastor John, I just believed for it. When Courtney was born and I held her in my hands and we lived in our little hood house in Claremel City in Tampa and I, I held her in my hands and she was so little and I just broke down crying I'm a big old boy, and I'm in my 20s, and I just bust out just weeping and crying. And I said, my Lord, we can't even keep a plant alive. We kill every potted plant that ever comes to our house. How in the world do we raise one of these? But I kept believing. Listen. Y'all need to understand, I love Calvary, and I love the work, and I love the church, and I love the campuses. But you know the greatest reward in my life is that all three of my children are serving the Lord. That my baby daughter was at NSB lead worship today. My son works here. My daughter led worship this morning. I'm telling you, you say, Apostle, how did it happen? I just believed it, and God did it. Okay, let me hear from the believers in the room. Where are the believers? All right. Acts 2 says a rushing mighty wind. So it means a breeze. But secondly, it's very layered. It means breath. Lord, have mercy. In that upper room, the wind that blew was the breath of God. There's so much revelation in this thing. It's almost hard to teach, precious, and unpack. But here's what I know. Somebody has to be mighty close to you to breathe on you. God breathed in that upper room when the Holy Spirit was poured out. We need to be so close to God that he can breathe on us. I want him to breathe on our churches. I want him to breathe on our pastors. I want him to breathe on our worship. I want him to breathe on me. I'm 59 years old, but I still need him to breathe on me. I don't want to preach till he's breathed on me. I don't want to pray till he's breathed on me. I need him to breathe on me. How many of you want him to breathe on you today? Oh, he'll breathe on your life. He'll breathe on your finances. He'll breathe on your children. He'll breathe on your marriage. He'll breathe on your ministry, your job, your needs. How many of you believe he'll breathe on your church today? If I can just live my life, if I can just figure this thing out and live my life to the end, and stay in position, stay close enough to him that the same God that breathed on me in my 30s will breathe on me in my 60s and in my 70s. How many of you say, I want to stay close to him, apostle, because I want him to breathe on me. Now look at what the wind does. Number two, the wind soothes. How many times? Have you had situations in your life where you didn't know what to do? You didn't know where to turn? Have you ever been so betrayed, so wounded? Where are real people at? Have you ever been hurt by people you trusted? People you thought that would never hurt you? Have you ever faced times when you didn't even know how you were going to make it? How many times has the Holy Spirit breathed into your life? and brought you peace in your heart and in your mind. Now, now I'm gonna tell you something. Now, when, I, when I go to sleep at night, I don't like to sweat. 
That is of the devil. Come on, y'all. I like the air to be cool. And I was doing a study, and scientists who study sleeping, I wish Pastor Dawn was here. Y'all tell her this when you see her, please. Scientists who study sleeping and resting habits have come out with a study, and the study said that men and women rest best in a cool environment. 65 to 70 degrees. Come on, Jesus. Honey, I love that. <laughs> I can say something to you ladies that are having them hot flashes. Come on, somebody. But, man, there'll be times that I am sweating and hot and I have kicked all the covers off and I look over there and Dawn is wrapped up and got a blanket but I want you to understand we need the wind of the Spirit to soothe us because we can't rest without the wind of the Spirit. Uh, if your air breaks in the summer, that is of the devil. Have you ever come home and you step in the house and you say immediately, I'm not going to hell. I'm living in it right now. Come on, somebody. See, see, the reality is it's important for us in Florida to have air because we know that that air soothes us and, and helps us to rest. How many times has the Holy Spirit, the wind of the Spirit, soothed you and healed your hot and heated situations because you found rest in him? Psalms 37, 7 says rest in the Lord. Rest means this, relax. That's what it means in the Hebrew. Relax and prepare to be amazed. I'm not sure who I'm talking to, but if you'll stop stressing out, if you'll stop being so worried, if you'll stop being so anxious, if you'll say, God, even though I don't see it, I feel like something's shifting in my life, so I'm going to rest in you. I'm going to rest in you till my family gets right. I'm going to rest in you till I see what I want to see. And here's what I prophesy. This may not be for everybody, but if you will receive it, I believe it might come right into your world. Rest, relax, and prepare to be amazed. I declare that in the next season, there are people who are going to find rest in the Spirit of the Lord, and you are going to be amazed at what the Lord does in your life. I dare you right now to praise Him if you believe that He can give you rest. That's a hard thing to do. Trying to rest when you don't see what you want to see. Chill, brother. Rest. Relax. It does two things when you rest in the Lord. Number one, it, is a, it signals to people around you that you are not trusting in your circumstances. It testifies to your family. I'm not resting in my circumstances. Number two, it honors God. How many of you want people to see you resting in the Lord? Just chilling like a villain on penicillin. Come on, somebody. I told y'all before, that's cracker wrap. Can I get a witness? But the third thing that it does, it insults the enemy. When you rest in God and you relax, it is an insult to the enemy. How many of you are ready to insult the enemy in the next season? Put your family in the hands of God. Put your money in the hands of God. Put your future in the hands of God. Tell everybody in your neighborhood, rest in the Lord. Come on, tell them relax, relax, relax. And now say, get ready to be amazed. Hallelujah. Get ready to be amazed. Number three, the wind warns. I've lived on the coast most of my life. And I've always been around the weather. But I've never seen hurricanes and stuff like we've had them in the last years. I've lived pretty much my entire life in Florida, 
except when we were in the Bahamas when I was a little boy, when I was probably 12 to 13 years old, and my dad pastored a little church over there. But we used to go to this camp called Camp Abaco. And I was the dishwasher at Camp Abaco. And a terrible storm hit that youth camp, which was right on the beach. And we didn't have TV. We didn't have internet. None of that was invented yet. But we, the, the wheel was invented. Come on, somebody. We had cars. <laughs> but I remember sitting on that beach. And the wind let me know that a storm was on the way. The wind let me know that a storm was brewing. How many times has the wind of the Spirit blown in your life and you were facing a storm, but you made it because you were prepared by the Holy Spirit? I've survived a lot of stuff in my life because of the wind of the Spirit of the Lord. I've made it through some stuff I should not have made it through because the wind of the Spirit of the Lord blew in my life. And there are some storms we have survived that would have destroyed us were it not for the Holy Spirit. Is there anybody thankful that the Holy Spirit will blow in and say, hey, there's a storm coming. Prepare yourself. And I'm telling you today, if the enemy comes in, God is going to sustain you. God is going to give you strength. But here's what I want you to know, number four, about the wind. It's probably my favorite part. The wind blows things away. Come on, somebody. So the wind, all you who's worried about your past, the wind can blow it away. All you that have been flowing and thinking it's been you, he'll blow your pride right away. The wind can blow those old wounds that tried to kill you, that betrayal that tried to destroy you, he's able to blow it away. How about this? We get it all figured out. We got, we got it all figured out just how it's going to be, but then he'll come in. Where y'all at? He'll blow our agenda away. And then we'll see somebody, well, I'm going to marry that person. I'm going to connect myself to that person and the wind will come in and blow that wrong relationship. Y'all ain't in the room. He'll blow it right away. And then when you get religious and start being judgmental in church, you get a critical spirit. Look straight ahead and act like I ain't preaching to you. It don't take all that. Jim Rayleigh. All he cares about is fog machines, big screens, and skinny jeans. Come on, somebody. Jim, you got a critical spirit. Let me tell you, when the wind starts blowing, he'll blow that right away. Young person, you, you get wrong connections. He'll cost you relationships and friendships. He'll blow it away. That spirit of religion, y'all ain't saying a whole lot. He'll blow it away. Deadly attachments and soul ties. Has he ever blown away a soul tie in your life? But the problem is, sometimes you wad them up and you try to discard them, but they're still there, so every once in a while, you pick it right back up. You pick your agenda. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Right back up. You pick your mindset. Right back up. But that's when you say, Holy Spirit, show me how to work that thing. What do you press right here? Holy Spirit, come in. I want you to blow it away. Blow away my agenda. Blow away every critical spirit. Blow it away. God's about to come in and he's about to blow some things away. How many of you are ready for God to blow some things away? I need about 500 people out of this huge crowd. If you're ready for him to blow some things away, give him a praise right now. I want him to blow things away. 
so much in my life until I don't even access them anymore. I want him to blow things away so much in my life until it loses power. When the rushing mighty wind comes and blows something away, don't go searching for it. Don't go dragging it back. No matter how important it is, if he blows it away, loose it and let it go free. Can I speak a prophetic word over you? Anything or anybody... Anything you lost or anybody that had, has left you had nothing to add to your future. Loose them and let them go free. God blew them out of your life because he was decluttering your life and getting you ready for the next level. Who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? The Bible says, for in him we live and move and have our being. Here's what I know about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to blow me away. God said, I'm about to do some things in your life that are going to blow you away. Who am I talking to? I'm about to open a door that's going to blow you away. I'm about to shift the season. This is going to blow you away. I'm about to move mountains. I hear you, Holy Spirit. The Lord said, I'm about to blow you away. I'm going to manifest miracles in your life. Oh, I had one trying to stick around. Devil, let's see what you have. What were you trying to do? Remember what I just said? About anybody that, you remember what I just said? About, I remember? Thank you, Holy Ghost. You can't even make this stuff up. Remember I told you that anybody who's left your life, don't trip. Because it was a wrong relationship. I want you to thank God for every wrong relationship that God moved out of your life. I want you to thank God. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm ready for the Lord, for the Spirit of the Lord to blow in such a way in my life that it blows me away. Y'all, I've seen a lot. I've been at this a long time. I've seen the Lord moves in ways and I just say, man, that blows me away. But he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And anything he used to do, he can do it again. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house. That's what the Bible says. Somebody just... Slip up your hands and say, Lord, fill my whole house. Oh, your house represents your family. Come on, just say, Lord, fill my whole house. My children, my grandchildren. Yeah, Fill the house, Lord, fill the house. So watch this, and I'm trying to land this plane. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. The word sound here... It, it's, the, it's the Greek echoes. It means a noise, a roar, a report, a rumor that is continually repeated over and over again. I want to say that here in this house, I want you to start a rumor in the best way. Not a gossip. Come on, my dad said anybody that gossips ought to be hung up by their tongue and anybody that listens ought to be hung up by their ears. Come on, somebody. But I want you to start a rumor. I want you to spread it all over the county. 
young people are being saved at Calvary. Start a rumor. Cancer's drying up at Calvary. Start a rumor. Marriages are getting restored at Calvary. Start a rumor. Families are being put back together at Calvary. How many of you want to start a rumor that God is doing a new thing? If that's you, get up and give God a praise right now. Did I help anybody? What I've found so often in my life is when the wind blows, everybody's standing if you're able. And please don't, please don't leave. Just give us a moment and, and we'll dismiss you. Uh, Tomoka's already beat us to Cracker Barrel. Come on. <laughs> no, we love Tomoka and any church is preaching Jesus. In fact, let's give them a shout out. Let's let all the churches know we love you. Tomoka, Riverbend, Allen Chapel, Hope Fellowship. We just pray blessings over you. You can fight the wind and be like a house that gets destroyed. Or you can go with the wind and be like a sailboat and sail around the world. You can sail right out of your trouble, right out of your trial, and right into his plan. How many of you can say, Apostle, I'm ready for the wind to blow in my life? Who needs the wind to blow over a daughter today? Who needs the wind to blow over a grandchild today, over a son today? Who needs the wind to blow in your finances? Oh, come on, let's get real. Who needs the wind to blow right in your mind right now? I just need, I need to blow out this depression, this fear, this anxiety. The wind is blowing. Come here, John. I want to have a moment of worship. I finished early on purpose because I wanted to have this time to just allow the wind of the Spirit to blow. John, take us in, son. Let's just worship the Lord. The atmosphere is changing now. For the Spirit of the Lord is here. The evidence is all The Spirit of the Lord is here. The atmosphere is changing now. For the Spirit of the Lord is here. Mm. The evidence is all. For the Spirit of the Lord is here, overflow in this place, fill our hearts with your love, your love, surround us, you're the Spirit of the Lord is here. The Spirit of the Lord is here. Oh, the evidence is all around. Evidence is all around. Come on, church, just declare that the Spirit, that the Spirit of the Lord. Say this: anything can happen now. Anything can happen now. For the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord is here. Oh, the evidence is all around. The evidence is all around. That the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord, say this: a miracle can happen now. A miracle, 
Pastor Josh, let's move and lay hands on some people right now. If you believe the wind is blowing, somebody raise your hands. Somebody worship the Lord. Pastor Anderson, move through and pray. Pastor Jackie, move through and pray for people right now.